Did a demon lizard person eat your cat? It is a succubus sucking the life out of you. <laughs> Lucky you. Oink. Rita, the script. Fine. Does nobody believe when you tell them that you saw a thing that looked like a melted scrotum with teeth eat your doctor's brain and then become her? Then, person watching this video on your social media platform of choice, the algorithm has made you today's lucky winner. The veil between dimensions is thin and hell creatures are slipping into our world. But, like, don't stress. We've totally got it under control. Give us a call, and we'll help rid you of whatever infernal beast is making your life a living hell. Eighteen and older, please. I I will be participating in use of mature themes, drug use, sexual content, and some harsh f***ing language. Rita! What? So if a demon's got you down, give us a call at 555-420-FART. <sighs> That's not, that's not our number. Don't call that. It's nothing. Previously on Today's Lucky Winner. Rita barfed on me. I had to find this shirt to wear in the lost and found, and now the lady who barfed on me wants the literal shirt off my back. A warm feeling engulfed the senator's face as he watched the creature's face start to take the shape of his own. In a matter of seconds, he saw his own terrified expression looking back at him. Trapper, my name is Judith. I would simply like to leave you with an open invitation, should Mother's constant barrage of abuses and busy work wear down your spirit enough. I know that Reapers lose their corporeal bodies after Lucky Winter Year is up, and they have to go report back to the DMV, but does that count for me? I'm not a Reaper. The only other person who may know what Kyle is doing is Rita. She's currently on Earth and corporeal. Rita has a certain appetite for things when corporeal. Oh, oh! We send a contractor that whets her appetite. her uncle Nate through the maker's eye in the ice cream truck compartment, and he sent her the latest instructions on how to get to the workshop. This time they had to drive the truck directly into- directly into the grassy knoll at Dealey Plaza? Are you kidding me? Surely a collective of artificers can find a more convenient way to get to work, right? Whatever. Anyway, they had to drive the ice cream truck directly into the grassy knoll. While Rita insisted that JFK faked his own death to run away with his best friend, Lem Billings, who she said was his, quote, best friend in the historical sense, Dawn anxiously flipped the toggles in the floor panel and booked it through the busy plaza toward the grassy knoll. After gratefully making it to her parking spot and unclenching her asshole, Dawn and Rita walked to the reception desk at the workshop. Workshop, please hold. Dawn, it's good to see ya. Hey, Viv. Hi, Viv. Did you need help finding your uncle's workshop? I know this place is a maze. I can show you the map. I'm going to go see him in a bit, but I actually came to talk to you. You seem busy, though. Oh, me? Meh, it'll be fine. I'll send it all straight to voicemail. 
Hello, Viv. Yeah, I had something kind of important I wanted to talk to you about. I was going to see if you could help me out. Viv! Viv! What? Hello? Hello, Rita? Is this what you want? Is this enough attention? Are you going to barf on me again or are you going to do something more disgusting? Are you going to shit on the floor or something? Whoa, (laughs) Viv. I'm sensing some hostility here and I have no idea where it's coming from. You made her watch you crush two family packs of tots with an entire bottle of expired Shrek ketchup, do stunts in some moon shoes where you proceeded to barf all over the cute vintage blouse she was wearing. It was ruined, by the way. And I can't go back to the same cleaners. He said my shirt smelled like hot dog water and dirty hamster cage. Oh my god, that's exactly what it smells like. Anyway, and then you bullied her into giving her the shirt from the lost and found she had to change into. Do you really expect her to be happy to see you again? It was a really cool shirt. I love that shirt. It's my favorite. I will give you $20 right now if you can tell me where that shirt is. <sighs> I don't know. I got high and threw it at a goose. You did what? I got high and I threw it at a goose, okay? What? She got high before we had to go close a rift at White Rock Lake Park and she made too much sudden noise near a goose and she ripped the shirt off to throw at said goose while she ran away. You didn't hear what it was saying to me. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was saying honk honk and anything else you heard was on account of the shrooms. You losing the shirt to a ghost makes me feel a lot better. I'm about to go on lunch. You two want to wait in the cafeteria till I'm done? Yeah, sure. I've got no clue where that is, though. Oh, you just press the cafeteria button on the map over there and step into the elevator. What, What the fuck is going on with this map? There aren't even floor numbers on some of these places. Dawn stared at a map on the marble wall between two elevator doors. It was speckled with small silver buttons. There was a red dot by the reception desk to indicate their current location. The part that had Dawn fucked up was that this didn't look like the map to an office building as the workshop appeared to be. This looked more like the map for some make-believe world in the back of a high-concept fantasy novel. There's an island over here that just says the junkyard? This place only looks like a mid-century office building. The elevators here can take you up, sure, but that's just in this area. Since this place is a nexus for pocket dimensions, the map gets a little complicated. Oh, and the junkyard is a community space where artificers donate the spare parts for other people to use. That's a big-ass library. It's a big-ass collection. That's where every artificer with a workshop shares information about magic, blueprints, history. They've got information on everything there. Cool. I'm going to have to reserve a whole day to look around there. Ha! Help me out. I hate nonfiction. I'll stick with comic books. Thank you very much. Oh, the cafeteria is right next to it. Rita and I will head up and we'll see you in a second. I, uh, I'll, I'll head up, but the, the child care center is right across the hall and I, I want to get in some moon shoes time before I eat. I think that's the first smart thing I've ever heard you say. I'm going to handle a few of these calls I've got on hold and I'll be right up. Dawn pressed the button for the cafeteria, and the elevator door to the right of them opened up. Dawn and Rita stepped inside. Viv turned her attention to wrapping up phone calls before lunch. Hi, this is Viv. Thank you for holding. How can I... I'm sorry, do you think you're calling a -A Build-A-Bear workshop? No, this is... How did you get this number? Damn it, Trapper. The blinds are motorized. There's an app on the phone I to just, close them. So, Carmilla sorry, sat in her office, staring at the large window so in her office that overlooked downtown Dallas. 
More specifically, she was staring at Crawford, who was batting at the blinds like a cat who had gotten stuck. She had asked Crawford to close the blinds because she wanted the demon who sat on the opposite side of her desk to be able to get comfortable and drop their disguise. Crawford was... He was doing his best. Crawford, stop! Hey, I, I did it! No, you didn't, you useless fucking redneck. I did. I did it. I had to get my phone out while I have a guest in the office. You know I hate that. My deepest apologies for being on my phone and yelling at my son. The two brain cells he has seem to be occupied with other matters at the moment. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Mama. Sit the fuck down so the grown-ups can talk. Yes, Mama. Not in that chair, Trapper. You aren't a part of this. Go sit on the couch. You called me in for this meeting, though. Not to actually meet anyone. You're here to do things like close the blinds and fetch a snack for our friend here. Are you feeling peckish? I could have Trapper here bring you something. We have a demon chef for non-human employees, and they make a cerebellum ceviche that I'm told is quite good from the employees who eat brains, that is. God damn it, that coffee table is worth more than you are. Get your hideous boots off of it. I, I didn't, I, I didn't mean you to... You are an embarrassment. Just leave. I'd be a little more careful with how you talk to me. Excuse me? I, I said I'd be a little more careful with how you talk to me. I know all your secrets. I, I know where you sleep. I could ruin your life. I, I could end your life. I think you forget that I... I'm not that scared human you turned. Get out of my office. I, I would never actually hurt you, though. I, I just mean that you don't... Turning you was one of the dumbest decisions I've ever made. I should have changed that asshole who was eating beans with you around the campfire instead. Every day I have to hear you talk about nonsense and call me Mama... It's another day I regret giving you immortality. I am so sorry about that. I'm truly mortified. Children are a gift, but they can't all be good gifts, right? <laughs> are you sure I can't just do anything? No? Okay. We have Little brother, I wasn't expecting to hear from you. Hey there, Judith. I, uh, I don't... Oh, heck, I don't know why I called you. I, I don't know what you can do for me. I, I was a real pill last time you saw me. You you don't want to hear from me. I'm so stupid. Hey, hey there. You're not stupid, Crawford. And you are not a pill, as you said. You're just defending our mother. It's a natural inclination vampires have for those who created them. It's evolution. I'm not going to hold that against you. Was mother being a cruel bitch again? Uh, she... She said some mean things, but I don't know that I'd call her that. Do it. Do what? Call her a bitch. <laughs> I couldn't. Come on, do it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, I, I called because Mama was being a, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Say it like you mean it. Think about what terrible things she likely just said to you. Mom is a fucking bitch. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's not bad. It's the truth. Do you feel any better? I, I kind of do. 
Why are you being so nice to me? I was a real, well, son of a bitch when you tried to come talk to me before. Because, Trapper, I've been where you are. I've been you. I guess you really have, huh? Is your life... Is it better without her? Oh, much more than that. As soon as I left Mother, I learned that being with her isn't living at all. Do do you... No. No, I shouldn't. I'm sorry, I shouldn't. What? What is it? I... I... I don't know. I don't think you're ready for it. Ready for what? Try me! (laughs) Would you... Would you want to come see how I live? Trapper? Yeah. Uh, Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, I'm so happy you called. I'm going to show you what your life could look like without her. Meanwhile, back in Carmilla's office, she had finished apologizing for the uncomfortable family moment that had transpired, and she was finally getting to conduct her meeting. The guest across from her wore pleated khaki pants, a woven belt, Tiva sandals with tube socks, and glasses so thick their eyes were the size of dimes. Oh, you... you don't have to stay in your disguise, you know, if you wanted to get more comfortable. You don't have to be in a humanoid shape just to make me feel at ease. And is there another name I should call you? Crawford has been entirely impolite and just refers to you as Senator Owens in all of his notes. Oh, this is actually how I'm most comfortable. And you could call me Devlin. All right, Devlin. I'm so grateful for your work. I couldn't do any of this plan without you. I really owe you. Uh, That's actually what I wanted to talk to you about today. What was? Uh... How much you owe me. Uh, Oh, I think you misunderstood my niceties. I don't owe anyone, ever. Uh, No, it's pretty clear that you owe me. If you want me to continue to pretend to be Senator Owens, and if you want Senator Owens to keep helping you try to get past FDA regulations, you're going to have to give me what I want. Listen here, you greasy little weasel. If you think for one second... I know about your problem with Don Menendez and her reaper. I know, Rita, and I want her dead. And you're going to help me kill her. break. Hey y'all, we got merch. Uh, we now have a single merch so far. Uh, it's, it's a merch, it's a shirt. You can head to our new merch hub, BellanaArts.com, B-E-L-L-O-N-A-A-R-T-S.com, and place your pre-order for the Rita's Little Buddy shirt. It features the Ricky skull from our show art by the brilliant Bryn Keenum and a banner that says Rita's Little Buddy. Uh, We want to thank Rachel Doom on Twitter for the Rita's Little Buddy idea. As soon as Violet and I saw the tweet, we knew we we had our first shirt design. Um, Pre-orders for the shirt end on April 16th. And barring any delays at the screen printers, um, shirts should begin shipping on May 15th. 
And when you're done pre-ordering your shirt, go ahead and bookmark BalanaArch.com because that's where all our future merch is going to drop, along with other ways to support the gang. Um, I want to thank y'all for being patient while we got the merch stuff sorted out. We wanted to be as size-inclusive as possible, and we wanted to support a local business for the screen printing. We also wanted to make sure that Bryn was fairly compensated for use of their art on any future merch we make that features it, and we worked with them to find a fair way to compensate them. Um... So my pre-pandemic job was selling mine and other artists' work at shows on and on my site, uh, Balan Arts. Uh, Violet redid the entire site to be a hub for podcast merch for Today's Lucky Winner and merch from any future shows our production company puts out because, oh yeah, we were making the production company an official thing too. It's called Mixnomer. We've been very busy. Um... Yeah, so Balana Arts will also be a hub for non-show-related art and merch from folks who work on the show. So, personally, I'm already thinking about crocheting some butthole bears to slap up there soon. Uh, yeah, so, because of y'all listening to the show, it has afforded me the opportunity to transform my job into something that is far more friendly to me as a disabled person, and you have no idea how much the prospect of that means to me. Like, I appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, anyway, go pre-order your shirt. Go to the show notes and find the link to BalanaArts.com. Now back to your show. The elevator opened to a set of double doors, both bearing their own small, circular windows beneath a sign that said cafeteria. Rita walked on to the doors and pointed to the childcare center just catty-corner across the hall. After Dawn reminded Rita about the hundred-yard tether they share and made her agree that she wouldn't steal toys from any children, Dawn walked into the cafeteria. Once Rita saw that Dawn was occupied looking at the menu, she walked to the right of the cafeteria, to the door that said library. The fuck? Did I forget how to read again? This doesn't look like a library. Hello. Fuck. Welcome to the library. How may I help you? I... I haven't been in many libraries, and I'll be honest, I've only ever gone to them for anonymous sex in the stacks, but I'm pretty sure this isn't a library. You are currently in the library. This is a 10 by 10 closet with a folding chair, and you're a computer that may be as old as I am. This is the library. How may I help you? Oh, this old piece of shit is automated. It doesn't actually hear what I'm saying. What the fuck did you <gasps> just call me? I... I'm sorry. I thought this was all like a like a pre-recorded thing. Do I, I just walk into your house and call you a greasy string bean? Hey, now that's kind of... You look like someone mean. stretched out the girl with the dragon tattoo and soaked her in bong water. Okay, that one is half a compliment. I'll take that. You look like you've got nothing but dolphin noises going on in your head. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You're clearly a really sophisticated, magical library. I'm sorry I read a book by its cover, okay? Can we start over? I'm just really stressed, and this isn't what I expected. I have to find what I can in a hurry. I can't stay long. Imagine how desperate I must be if I came to a library to do research. Have you really never been to a library for anything but anonymous sex? Honest, this is my first time. Well, 
I promise I'll be gentle. <laughs> Library, are you coming on to me? Not yet, but let's see how things go. <laughs> but seriously, what do you need to find? All you have to do is ask me a question or tell me what you're looking for, and I'll cross-reference the entire wealth of artificer knowledge throughout the ages to find the most pertinent information. Wow, well, I don't quite know. If I, if I tell you what's going on, can you help me narrow it down? Sure, let's see if I can help. Oh my god, you're the best. Okay, so I'm Death's daughter. Holy shit. Yeah, right? Anyway, I'm Death's daughter, but he's had to hide me from the DMV by having me be a reaper. I'm here with a lucky winner right now. I just learned who I really am. I know reapers are only corporeal when they're with a lucky winner, but I'm not actually a reaper? Is there a way I can be corporeal when my lucky winner's year is over? Hmm. Why do you want to stay here when the year is over? Wouldn't things be much more exciting for you elsewhere? You are a celestial being. Demigod, actually. Whoa. I know, right? Her, in this picture. She's why I have to stay. I... Am I pointing my phone in the right direction? I don't know where your eyes are. Aww. Aww. You made a little smiley face on the monitor. I figured it would be easier for you this way. She's so beautiful. Is she your girlfriend? More than that, she's one of my soulmates. Gasp. And as of the other day, she's my fiancé. You fell in love with her while you were here with this lucky winner? Yep. And... Now that you know you're not a reaper, you think there may be a chance that you can stay with her forever? Sniff, 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 yep. sniffle, sniff. I can't go back to how my life was before. Being loved by her has changed me more than learning I'm Death's daughter ever could. I've been to heavenly dimensions, but nothing in my 66 million years of existence has compared to someone as incredible as her wanting to share their life with me. That's all I want. That's all I want for as long as I live. I'd give up my immortality just to wake up with her next to me. Sob. Sob. You can't be separated from her. It's not right. Sob. You deserve to be together. Sob. Are you okay? No. I can't bear the idea of you two not being together. Your love is true. I didn't mean to upset you. Are you good? Composing. Composing. I... I'll be okay. I just love love. Most of me is filled with boring artificer blueprints and meticulously maintained journal entries. Like, a not small number of these nerds wrote about how many times they shit in a day. What? Yeah, and they documented what their shits were like. You know what the... Bristol stool chart is? No. Count yourself lucky. Anyway, these artificer texts are so dry, except for when someone is in love. Romantic love, platonic love, falling in love with a person, falling in love with a hobby. That's the best stuff. I've never been in a position where I can help someone who is currently in love, and not just read about it after the fact. Yay, so you help? Of course. I'm going to go through the text, and I'll look for whatever I can find about reapers, demigods, 
temporary vessels, celestial beings. Oop. That was my phone, I swear. Sure. Fuck, I gotta go. Donna's asking where I am. She went to the child care center to find me so I could tell the server in the cafeteria that they gave her the wrong sandwich. She gets anxious and feels like an asshole for telling food service workers when her order is wrong, but the sandwich had raw tomato, and that texture makes her autistic noggin go, Bleh. So, I try to help. Ugh, fuck, what do I do? You wanna give me your phone number? I can text or call you when I learn stuff. Really? That would be great. How do I- Just type it on my keyboard. Oh, I, uh... Oh, yeah, right there. What? I'm joking. I'm a consciousness trapped in a magical computer. I'm cursed to never feel physical sensations. <laughs> Library, you're a treat. Oh, you too. There we go. Thank you so much. No, thank you. You have no clue how exciting it is to get to do something other than answer engineering questions. Okay, I've got to run, but let me know when you find anything. And if you want to chat sometime and... I don't know, hear about stuff I've been up to while on Earth with Lucky Winners? You can totally give me a call. I know what it's like to not be corporeal and be treated like a machine. It's, it's no way to live. I might be in love with you. What? Ha 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 ha. I'm kidding. Mostly. What? Sunny sat at her kitchen table, working on knitting a sweater for Dawn. She had come home for her lunch break, and she sipped on a thermos of blood while she chatted with Keegan Murphy on the phone. What are you... I told you to stay off of Voyeur. It's run by energy vampires. I don't care what you learned on there. Dax Rigoletti? Yeah, I know them. Oh, that's interesting. No, it's bad interesting. You still shouldn't be on the app, young man. Do you know what they use that for? Hold on, Keegs. There's someone at the door. One sec. That won't get me to go any faster. Uh, hi? Standing at Sunny's doorway, no more than three feet high, stood a three-horned anthropomorphic goat. Where the fuck is that coming from? My name is Master Lan, and I invite you to my orgy. Talking lots and lots of people, not a 3G or a 4G. Witches, angels, demons, if they fuck, then I'll invite them. Talking really nasty, nasty folks, like sometimes I invite men. <laughs> this is my invitation, there's no need for masturbation. I'd really love to see you, so that's why I came to greet you. Will you join me at my orgy, dearest Rita? Uh, Keegan? I'm gonna have to call you back. Hey y'all, I have an important announcement. Don't switch to the Adventure Zone yet, or whatever you've got next in your podcast queue. So, late last year, Kyle and I sat down for a talk about dialing back his involvement while he dealt with some health stuff, and we'd play things by ear and see how things look for him in a few months. 
right now, the wisest choice was for him to focus on his health. I love him, and he's my friend before he's a voice actor on our silly little show. It's it's not a coincidence he has the same name as his character. I literally named the character after him. That's how much I love the guy. Um, but, that being said, I never want anyone who's working on this show to feel like they have to sacrifice their physical or mental health by making too many commitments. Even if they love doing the show, I know I'm guilty of overscheduling myself. I've done the same thing. Um, and I don't want this show to become a burden for any of them and to cause anybody harm. So, Fictional Kyle will have a new voice when he returns, but trust me that he's still going to be the same sass mouth he's always been. So, with that very important announcement out of the way, um, we also have our regular every every episode housekeeping stuff. Um, make sure you subscribe on your podcast app of choice. You can find everyone's social media handles in the show notes. Um, if you want to support the show, you can do so by joining our Patreon, which is linked in the show notes. For just a dollar a month, you can join our Discord server, where you can chill with the cast and other listeners. Um, at higher tiers, you can watch video of us recording episodes together, you can get access to all of the music Sean writes for the show, and even get a shout-out in an episode, like our friends Randy Lovings, Rachel Rachelson, and Sewing Seraph. Um, and now you can also head to the merch store, BellanaArts.com, B-E-L-L-O-N-A, ARTS.com to buy our first shirt, which you heard me talk about in the uh, mid show break. Uh, but that is also linked in the show notes. Um, if you can't spend the money right now, and I totally understand, we're going to be just as appreciative of you sharing about the show on social media and telling your friends about it. We don't pay for advertising, so we rely entirely on y'all talking about the show for us. Um, yeah, thanks everyone. We'll be back with a new episode on April 15th. Uh, see you then. Until next time, try not to die.